You're listening to DraftKings Network. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yeah, all right, another Colgan's episode, everybody. <laughs> what is good, everybody? Look at this. I mean, Alexis is uh, just... The, I still got the soundboard. The soundboard is going crazy. That thing, that thing, he's already worn out some of the buttons. He's using it so much. <laughs> they love us. They love the soundboard. They, okay? The nice... That, <laughs> That's a real crowd that just stopped immediately. That's right, look. <laughs> As if I hit a button. Technology has now invented the AI audience, okay? <laughs> to, to, to know... <laughs> Went to laugh. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. There it is. Okay. 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 I, I, at some point, Alexis is going to remember what the buttons do. Yeah. I probably won't. I probably won't <laughs> learn them, but whatever. You guys are here for it. Uh, it's a Women's World Cup and it's daily. That means we here talking about the Women's World Cup. Air daily. day. Air day. Okay. Air day. It should have been called <laughs> Women's World Cup Air day. <laughs> okay. You know, but you know, Metal Ark, they were they were against it. I don't know why. You know what? Ugh. <laughs> you know they just got all these rules about people being able to read and understand. <laughs> you know? Okay. It's no. stifling my creativity. You, you know, know? Re reading and understanding is for old people. <laughs> Never, bro. Not, not young people like us. Nah. <laughs> so, uh, so that's a wheelchair from someone who's, <laughs> you know, reading and understanding, bro. <laughs> Uh, but welcome to the Cooligans Women's World Cup Daily. My name is Christian Polanco. I'm Alexis Guerreros. Let's we, go. We out here. Obviously, a lot of uh, uh, big matches to discuss. Uh, 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 another exciting episode. We also have uh, uh, an incredible guest today. We're going to be joined by Doug McIntyre of Fox Sports. He's an uh, awesome journalist. Been you know uh, been everywhere. Worked at ESPN, yeah. all these other places. Uh, but yeah, he and is... you'll hear it in the interview. But he wants to be called Dougie Mac from now on. So <laughs> okay. well, yeah, you heard it here first. I mean, <laughs> he said he said Dougie Mac Earth Day. Okay? He said that. Day, son. <laughs> So, but no, he, uh, he is in uh, New Zealand uh, alongside the U.S. Women's National Team covering the team. And, uh, and we, we do uh, a fun preview of uh, the match against the Netherlands that's happening tomorrow, uh, mm. uh, you know, uh, on Wednesday, 9 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, so that, that's going to be dope. So, uh, so be on the lookout uh, for that combo coming up shortly. When is someone going to get embedded with the Cooligans and cover the Cooligans on a daily basis? Damn, bro. We need, we need like, uh, you know, uh, just a, a reality show camera crew following us at all times not yeah. really it's just a camera <laughs> waiting outside the bathroom for an hour <laughs> like, how long is he gonna be in there <laughs> damn bro that new guy Ambrose, I swear. <laughs> is this the con is this quote-unquote content i don't know <laughs> I mean, is he singing in there <laughs> <laughs> just just a nice slow-mo shot of the doorknob jiggling you know what i mean like it's like oh is he just is he the coming directors out? Yeah. in the third wall. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's like uh, Groundhog Day when you know. Yeah. <laughs> the production van is like, should we check? 
<laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, it is. Uh, so Doug will be with us shortly. Let's uh, let's talk some women's World Cup. Uh, we have uh, you know we had three matches. Um, you know one one last night and two uh, this morning. And uh, Colombia versus South Korea was uh, was the first one. And what a wild one! What an absolutely wild one! If you didn't get a chance, go. Hopefully, she still has it up. Go to Melissa Ortiz's uh, Instagram. Okay. Bro, no one was more excited than Melissa Ortiz, former Colombia women's national team player. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, but Melissa Ortiz, uh, who is, uh, you know, you know her from MLS season past. Uh, she's also been on the show in the past. She's an absolute homie. Uh, but she is in, um, in uh, Australia uh, covering the Women's World Cup with Fox. And, uh, yeah, she, I saw her. Uh, she was dancing. She was uh, truly, truly enjoying. She uh, does that even when Colombia's not playing. She <laughs> loves to dance online. Yeah. This, uh, yeah, she really enjoyed it. But you know what also this means? Hold on. Let me see if I can remember. That wasn't what I was supposed to hit, but whatever. I was hopefully, I think it's this one. a lot of that. No, hold on. Hold on. Nope. Alexis. There it is. I got it. I got, I got it. I got it. Hold on. Our our tactic didn't work. Our fob mob uh, <laughs> betting betting challenge betting, didn't yeah, work. Of who? Uh, yeah, who had? If you, uh, yeah, if you don't remember, who has more photos in, in the lineup of fob mob? <laughs> Colombia had one. Uh, South Korea had three. Yeah, and Colombia won. We said the more photos you have. The higher the likelihood <laughs> that you'll win, and we were wrong. We were so wrong. Uh, I guess that you know, it's not, it's not a, a foolproof system yet. We're nah. still, we're still working on it. It's not a foolproof system either. I <laughs> oh, God damn it! I will never, I'll never figure this out. <laughs> um, but no, uh, Colombia were uh, were spectacular. I mean, this is you know, we we had we had done a big preview of of what these groups might. Uh, might look like and we did not expect Colombia to be this dominant against uh, uh, South against South Korea they were South Korea had um, pretty much no opportunities I mean the how many shots uh, look, they had I, I, th five shots total three on target yeah now, and they only they had 43% which isn't like an insane low number of, of possession but to look over at Colombia's side is a story of dominance 17 shots five on target that is incredible. Yeah, the um, the the obviously they got the the, the penalty after a handball, and, and, but then the second goal. We have to talk about uh, the second goal because uh, Linda Caicedo, um, Linda Caicedo of uh, Real Madrid, she just got to move to Real Madrid. Yeah, she's eighteen, bro. Yeah, um, looking look, looking sharp, looking with like the the confidence of like you know like Alyssa Thompson on the U.S. Women's National Team. You know what I mean? Just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I uh, can a see very that. very uh, 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 technical winger, uh, you know, fast, and and that's why I mean she cut through about two three defenders uh, to 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 get uh, that opportunity. But the goalkeeper. We got to talk about the goalkeeper. Uh, the, the She's also a big fan of Linda Caicedo. <laughs> <laughs> because look, it's uh, we got a howler uh, on our on our hands. No pun intended. Uh, because the goalkeeper, um, look, the, the the shot, it could it possibly was going in. I could see it maybe hitting the crossbar, or you know, or maybe even bouncing in after hitting the cross. Like it was, the the shot needed to be defended. But yeah, the, the, I find it shouldn't count as an own goal. And the reason it didn't is because it got deflected. No, no, no. You know it, what I mean, it got it, deflected. It, into it was goal. not an own goal. 
It, That's what I'm saying. It oh, wasn't okay. not going. Right, if right, it right. was not going in the goal and, and it would have been directed, it would have been on goal. But it basically, it could have been because that's that's essentially how it trickled into the goal. Yeah, yeah. Will. So, uh, Caicedo takes a shot. Goalkeeper jumps to to what I think is try to catch the ball. And it, was, it, it had uh, some pace on it. And I, I think she thought it was going to be a much easier stop than it actually was. And right. yeah, it was, uh, it was just, it just and it, it, it bounces off of her fingertips uh, and slows the pace of the ball and then bounces right inside uh, the net. It looked I mean, you, you hate to see it because they had just um, what they gave up the penalty nine minutes prior. Uh, right. And and uh, and then and now two nil very quickly. But regardless of look, it's a it's a bummer of a goal. But South Korea was not winning this game. They were not getting they were they, I mean. Credit to Colombia. I've never seen a Colombian team play like this. Now, after seeing, you know, we know the story about the 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 the, the pre World Cup friendly, the closed door friendly that Colombia had with it got too sturdy. It got too sturdy. Got too aggressive. The the match had to be abandoned after 22 minutes. And now, after watching Colombia play, I'm like, ah, I see where the oh, you think it's because Colombia was flexing on <laughs> on Ireland. No, they You're playing all this fancy back and forth. I don't know. You know, you know, there's there is a there's been the, the way the the narrative of that friendly was was a little bit like you know certain me media was like using you know the these uh, aggressive Latinas blah blah blah. You know what I mean? Like they mm -hmm. were they were kind of doing that. But after watching them after watching them play and how they just absolutely bossed uh, South Korea, I think it, it was simply a yo. You are not. You need to get in the gym, bro. Like you yeah. are not. You can't keep up with us. We are too physically just overpowering. And and South Korea just they couldn't win f barely any 50-50 balls, aerial aerial duels, uh, um, shielding the ball. The 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 striker, uh, Ramirez, uh, Mayra Ramirez. I, literally, I, so far, I think one of my favorite players of the tournament just just imposing. No, the the defenders could not even try to get around her to try to get the ball, whatever. Uh, she, she had a fantastic game. I didn't hear about this, that this is how it was framed, you know, the, the yeah, fiery, yeah. fiery Latinas. Because, you know, the Irish have always been known as a docile group of people. <laughs> Very friendly <laughs> folk. We all know yeah, this. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Never, never the image of a bare knuckle boxer we all have in our head at all. Right, right, right. Yeah. So right. What is it? The what is the the no the Notre Dame reading Irish? What is there? What is the team? Yes, the, no, the Notre Dame. Yeah, yeah. Adjust my glasses. Uh, right. The librarian Irish. What is wrong with all of you? <laughs> so, Not to say it wasn't Colombia's fault either. Right, right, right. Don't right. blame on one of these. On yeah, one yeah. It's just uh, you know, definitely the, uh, the, the 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 narrative I was seeing was a little bit like. Um, you know, not you know, not victimized kind of a thing, but de definitely like we were just out here to play soccer. You know, right, right, right. <laughs> These peaceful white women were being, <laughs> you know, uh, the, the evil Spanish yeah. yeah, angelic. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Goddamn parabens out here. <laughs> it was so wild. So, uh, no, it, it's looking like. Colombia, if they if they can uh, continue this, obviously they're um, they are in the group um, with uh, with with Germany uh, and, and and Morocco. 
it's they, a tough they're, group. They're getting, out of, they're getting out of this group. They're getting out of the group. Yeah. Unless Morocco has a shocking win over Germany, or yeah. I, I should say over South Korea. Actually, not even then. Colombia has to be Germany by a lot, and Morocco has to be South Korea by a lot. Right. Yeah. It's a. It, That's it, the only way they don't get out of the group. It doesn't look like. <laughs> and Colombia has to lose. Right. 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 Yeah. So it, it's by a, a lot. Which it, actually, yeah, because they play Germany next. It's it's pretty remarkable. Yeah, they they uh, very very impressive. I did not expect this from Colombia at all. Uh, Is Colombia now your dark horse? Dark horse to what? <laughs> uh, to, yeah, whoa! What am I? <laughs> what am I writing a story about the fight? Uh, no, your dark horse in this competition because you didn't necessarily think Colombia would be this good so far, and yeah. they're not one of the top four names that you keep hearing of nations. So are they now your out of nowhere? maybe can go f pretty far in this group or or in yeah the, in yeah the yeah i mean I, out of every uh, country i've seen play so far this has been the biggest surprise uh yeah just, I, it just feels if jamaica could have gotten that win against france i'd say they were okay but is. yeah this feels this feels like a bit of a surprise a high level of talent and pieces where you're like oh okay mm -hmm. this can you can contribute more than just beating up on a, on a minnow nation Right, right, right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it, it feels like they, you know, could they win it? If they get out of the group, could they win a knockout game, depending on who they play? Oof. I don't think it's crazy. Um, but, yeah, I, that's how impressive I thought they were. Re they were really, really good. Um, so, all right, let's. And, South, and they made South Korea look bad. But the Philippines, bro. That's what we got to. Bro, come we, we, we don't have one of those. Do we have anything? <laughs> I mean, that's the wrong button. <laughs> there's nothing. There's nothing like, what? You know? <laughs> uh the philippines there we go philippines defeats um uh new zealand and they are in um they are they're obviously they're currently in third place in in, in the group but a huge victory for 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 the philippines this was so the first tiebreaker is goal differential and they're at minus one as you can see here but they beat new zealand so isn't the next one after uh after goal differential head-to-head -head? um i i don't know i don't i don't know what i believe it's head-to-head -head. it might be there's a chance that even if they're equal on points with new zealand that they can hop over new zealand without even if they're even on goal differential as well because they beat new zealand right. this is massive massive first of all 18 americans on this team Amazing. 18 americans on the philippine team bro you're welcome Philippines. <laughs> no. All right. No, I mean, look, there's. Uh, uh, I want to give a shout out to uh, Megan Reyes, uh, who you content creator works in uh, soccer, women's soccer. But we've known for a while, Wonderful. known for a long time. But um, she did a. Um, uh, there's a documentary uh, podcast series called Between Two Worlds about the the, the Filipino uh, national team, and I. Uh, it's only four episodes. They each uh, about 25 minutes. Very, very good. I highly recommend people check it out. We also got to get Megan on the show. Uh, we got to get her on the show. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Is she it, never in New York? Come to the stew, Meg. <laughs> Let's go. Um, but if you, yeah, they, uh, yeah. So I'm like learning more about the Filipino national team, and yes, there are a lot of uh, Americans, and I think uh, a big part of it is that um, the the in the Philippines they just really don't respect soccer like it's just not a it's no. not the main sport ba uh, basketball is really like it's, it's a very truly, americanized country yeah in that sense yeah yeah so it, it basically uh you know the history of it of like you know 
<clears throat> when when Spain colonized, uh, uh, colonized the Philippines, soccer was played, and then when the United States colonized uh, the Philippines, it was just like, nah, we're doing basketball, baseball. That's we all that. We got a different <laughs> football. But so, shouts. But look, there's a lot of there's obviously a massive Philippine population in the U.S. Mm -hmm. Some of these players, uh, Serena Bolden, the goal scorer who plays for Western Sydney Wanderers. Her sister plays for OL Reign. In fact, she was uh, signed to OL Reign to be a replacement player for some of the players that uh, did go to the um, to the World Cup. You know, went to college in the U.S., grew up in the U.S., out there playing, playing her ass off. She's the one who scored uh, the winning penalty to get uh, to qualify the Philippines right. for their first ever World Cup. They're a debutante, scores the first ever goal. This has to be absolutely what a what a miraculous turnaround for the Philippines. What an incredible moment for the Philip the the Philippines as a country. This has to be an amazing feeling. And what a goal to score! It wasn't just like bro bodied it on the header. She says, "Why I got that with the head?" But then you also got to feel bad for New Zealand, right? You saw they won. Their no, first they game. won their first game. What do you feel bad about? No, they they're the uh, you beat the co-host. This is about the Philippines, baby. You got to spin the story. <laughs> but I felt you know I, I, they're obviously a host nation. Uh, you know it, it, it's a big deal for New Zealand. Uh, to, to play well uh, you know they their their women's uh, um, national team doesn't really <clears throat> get a ton and ton of support um, so uh, that's you know that's kind of I, I was it was I wanted both of them to win that's kind of how I felt watching this game but, <laughs> yeah, yeah. but I was, yeah eat for effort everybody but a huge trophies. huge moment for the Philippines because they, they did get their the they did uh, quote unquote score a goal in their in their first match but uh, it was taken away due to offside it was also offside by like 10 feet but it you know, you know, it is what it is. Uh, but uh, a, a bunch of really good players on uh, on on the team, and I thought this was a, a, a great performance to score the goal and then also hold on uh, and not allow um, uh, New Zealand to score the the the, the forward um, Hannah Wilkinson, I believe is her name. She um, uh, Hannah, right? Is that her name? Yeah, Hannah Wilkinson. She is. Uh, she's she's the, she scored the goal. It, she scored the last goal for the right, for right. Uh, New Zealand, and then scored the first goal of this of this competition. Right, she scored the last time they scored in the World Cup. So Hannah uh, is also she's probably like she seems like she might be like almost six feet. She's like a, a, a very tall striker compared yeah. to uh, some of the defenders. And there, there were a lot of the, the the Filipino defenders were just really risking it all, throwing their lives and bodies on the line to stop this uh, this tall new new zealand woman <laughs> from uh, from getting in the box and scoring uh so really really impressive stuff and huge win i know there's a lot of uh uh filipino uh, uh friends uh, i have that are just so so uh excited and and, and proud so uh, a great moment uh, happy for for uh the, the Filipino homies uh and then the last um thing before we talk to doug is about uh, Switzerland and Norway, and really, this was a nil-nil uh, draw. Not too exciting, but the this uh, is now. If you're, if I mean, do you have the group to pull up? Because this is, this is squeaky bum time for Norway. One of the, one of the nations that we talked about glowingly. Mm -hmm. They are now in last place with only one point, and as you were probably about to mention, Ada Hatterberg, yeah, gets pulled out moments before the game. Gets pulled out because of a of a groin injury. I mean, this is this has literally the last sprint during the warm up. Yeah, she was just. I mean, the, the, they were about to do the national anthems. It was just it was ready to yeah. go. Um, and, and from what I heard, she didn't want to go. Obviously, I mean, who would? You know, you'd want to pull through, but 
you know, now you have Ada Hatterberg, who, again, won the Ballon d'Or not too long ago. Mm -hmm. uh, probably one of the best players in the competition, not able to go. That's got to be tough. Now you make this last game a must win. And you probably still need help, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, this is uh, this is a huge cause for concern for Norway that I think most people thought were going to top this group. And yeah, they have some of the, the best players in the world. And, uh, you know, losing the first game um, to, to New Zealand, they, they're just in a bad spot. Very disappointing tournament. And then now getting this news, um, who knows if she'll be available for the next game. Maybe they're And just it's being... against the Philippines. Yeah. So you have to win. The Philippines are at three points in third place. Norway with one point in, four, in fourth. You have to beat the Philippines. If you draw, you're automatically out. You're completely out. There's no yeah. way. Yeah, I mean, it's against these two. Maybe you could. No. No, unless Switzerland loses. But no, because goal differential. You you won't match. No, nah, yeah, you're, you're screwed. Yeah, no, you got to win. You got to beat the Philippines. They, yeah. and you got to hope New Zealand loses. Not this great. This could be it. This could be curtains for Norway. Yeah, not great. Uh, so I, uh, yeah, I, I, I have a feeling that I don't think I don't think Norway is gonna beat the Philippines. I think the Philippines are gonna win. I, and and it's gonna be either between New Zealand and and Philippines for that that second place. Possibly. If you're if you're watching, if you're gonna watch this game, I don't know when it is. It's probably like two and two fifteen in the morning or something mm -hmm. like that. <laughs> I mean, you know how these games have been. <laughs> um, but if you're if you are gonna watch this game, uh, when does it happen? When does the Norway Philippines game? Oh, it happens on Sunday. It's a three a.m. game on Sunday. If you're on the East Coast, if probably midnight. If you're in California, if you're gonna watch this game, the player I would say to watch is Jacqueline Sawicki. She plays essentially the number 10 role, but obviously you have to defend a lot more when you're in the Philippines, but she's the one who, if she's on her a game, she's helping stop, uh, you know, the attack, but she's helping spring. I'm sorry, helping stop the opponent's attack, but she helps spring the attack. Just a, a really dynamic player. Uh, Jacqueline's weekly over on, I believe she's Canadian and I think her mother's Filipina, which is why she's on nah, the bro. team. But yeah, you, you got to claim you got, you nah, claim. bro. You yeah. Filipino right now, bro. That's you get free Jolly Bee for life, bro. <laughs> That's the um, uh, one of the things from um, from Megan Reyes's uh, podcast of like the 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 football federation in the Philippines made a conscious effort of like, yo, we're going through we're going through Facebook profiles. You got a cousin, bro. You you any way Sam. connected to Filipinos? If you know what Bonsit is, you <laughs> you on the team, dog. You one of us. Yo, if you know what Bonsal is, yo, get in the camp, my G. <laughs> Let's figure this out, okay? So it's uh you know it's it's uh, it's great to see, and uh, you love to you know that again because there's obviously more nations in, involved in in the. Are Women's you related to a Jabberwocky? Get your ass. <laughs> I heard them dudes are all Filipino. That's what I said. Yeah, yo, bro. If you if your cousin danced with Shaq, get in here. Let's uh, at least try you out. Is all I'm saying. That is fair. That is fair. Uh, all right. Uh, so, um, all right. Let's get to our uh, conversation uh, with with Doug McIntyre. But uh, as always, uh, a reminder to everybody. I know you're watching the Women's World Cup, but also the League's Cup is happening right oh. now. And the best way to do that is with an ice cold. Core's light, okay? Because I'm sure there's a lot of tension, right? Leaks mm -hmm. up. 
Liga MX, you got players sleeping in airports. You Bro. got Lionel Messi coming in and making a damn movie of every game, <laughs> scoring penalty kicks in the last damn second. Dude, you got David Beckham and LeBron James crying, hugging Kim Kardashian. Bro, you're gonna, we, I assume, I assume, soon we're going to get uh, Lionel Messi stuck at Dulles Airport. Okay? Right? <laughs> On the phone with someone saying, I've got a specific set of skills. <laughs> and it's the chill because I drink cold, Chris. Coors, light. What a, oh my God. I, I got a, spe, a, a specific set of chill. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. So this summer, stay passionate and stay refreshed with an ice cold Coors Light, the official beer of League's Cup 2023. Get Coors Light delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to CoorsLight.com slash Cooligans. That's CoorsLight.com slash Cooligans. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company. Golden, Colorado. That crowd goes wild. <laughs> crowd goes crazy. All right. Uh, uh, so here it is. Uh, uh, we're chatting with uh, Doug McIntyre. He is currently in New Zealand, um, uh, in Auckland, uh, and and uh, we, you know, we can preview the U.S. Women's National Team against the Netherlands. So here's uh, my combo with Doug. Absolutely thrilled to be joined by our next guest. Uh, this man is currently in New Zealand following the U.S. Women's National Team covering the Women's World Cup. Uh, he is a man who I've, uh, I've been, I feel like we've been following each other on Twitter for years, but I, I think you may have met Alexis, I think maybe one time. We've never crossed paths, uh, so I'm excited to actually look at you face to face and talk to you over, uh, you know, over my uh, webcam. Uh, <laughs> we are joined by Doug McIntyre of Fox Sports. Doug, how are you doing, man? I'm doing good, Christian. Thanks for having me, man. Big fan of you guys, too, so uh, real pleasure to be here with you today. No, uh, absolutely honored. Thanks for taking the time. I know you're currently in New Zealand. Where in New Zealand are you right now? Yeah, so I'm in Auckland. Uh, that's uh, it's the biggest city in New Zealand. It's, it's where the U.S. had its uh, first game against Vietnam. Uh, their third game here against Portugal uh, will be here, and I'll be going down to Wellington for uh, the big one, the, uh, the rematch of the 2019 World Cup final against Netherlands. Uh, game a lot of people are calling a must-win for the U.S. team, so... Uh, yeah, I'll be in, in New Zealand all through the group stage. Great country. Uh, it's winter here. I'm talking to you from the future. We're 16 hours <laughs> ahead. So uh, we're recording this Monday uh, Monday afternoon, your time. It's uh, Tuesday morning here. So, yeah, I'm, if I get the days wrong, forgive me. It's, I'm still trying to get my head no, around it. Good. Um, this is, but I've been this here is, about a week. Yeah, this is like a, you know, a, a soccer episode of Quantum Leap. Uh, if you remember that show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, okay, good, good, good. All right. So the um, so let, let's start with the game against Vietnam, especially you uh, uh, being there and witnessing that game in person. The uh, for, for us, you know, our analysis of it, uh, as far as two stand-up comedians can offer, is essentially three nil. Almost felt like a loss. It felt like we wanted, I mean, for the lack of a better term, we wanted blood. We wanted to, we wanted another Thailand. We wanted to destroy, to show our complete power and influence over the World Cup. And we didn't really get that. What, what did the, the, the team and the players and coaching staff feel about that game? Yeah, I think, I think what sums it up, uh, Christian, is Alex Morgan in the, in, the, uh, in the mix zone after when she came through. She was mad. She was mad, and like as much as they were happy that they, you know, that they won the game, they knew they left goals on the table. They know that goal difference might come into determining who who wins the group. Obviously, the Netherlands, like I mentioned in the intro, 
are, are in the group. So it's really going to come down to, to those two teams that, you know, w- w- which one finishes first. So, yeah, I mean, as, as happy as they were that they, they, you know, they got a shutout uh, when Vietnam did not even attempt a shot on goal. They basically parked the bus from the beginning. They had no interest in doing anything but damage control. And for the most part, they did that. But, you know, the U.S., I think they had 28 shots. Um, and some of them were off target. Some of them, they knew they could have taken their chances. And I was at that game in France, uh, the, the World Cup opener in 2019, when they, they, they beat Thailand 13 to nothing. Um, and it was, it was similar in some ways, except that in that match, the U.S. scored every time they got a chance. It's like they didn't miss anything. So I think they know they left some goals on the table. I wouldn't go as far as to say they, they feel like it was a loss. They got the three points. You know, it's not, it's not how, it's how many when you get to a World Cup. Um, but they know they could have been better in that game. So there was a little bit of disappointment from them, too. Like I said, you could tell Alex Morgan, who missed the penalty, um, you know, she she spoke to us after. And, uh, yeah, you could tell she was she was a little bit pissed. So I think that's probably a good sign going into this this next match, which is going to determine the group. Uh, it, it's it's almost like a like a final within the group stage. Right. Netherlands better uh, watch out. You, you don't there, there's a it's rare to get a. Uh, a U.S. women's national team with a chip on their shoulder, right? <laughs> they, they have reasons to, to, to let out some frustration against uh, the Netherlands. So, uh, the- Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality. So the, this upcoming game um, uh, on Wednesday, uh, it's going to be, I know it's at 9 p.m. Eastern time. I know Fox is, uh, they have a two-hour, uh, uh, you know, uh, you know pre-game, so it's going to be uh, pretty intense. Um, is there anything, to, I know you've also been following the, uh, the Netherlands team uh, as well. Is there any, I mean, is this, are they talking about this rematch of the, of the 2019 World Cup final? Like, what, what is their mindset? How do you think they're preparing for this game? The Netherlands, I, I haven't spoken to their players. We saw them play against Portugal in their opener. Only a, a one nothing win for them, uh, but pr- pretty straightforward win. Portugal didn't manage a shot until, I think, the, the 82nd minute. Um, but I think the U.S. team is expecting to get the best version of the Dutch uh, in that game, there's, you know, it's a, it's a different team to some degree, completely different coaching staff. Um, but, you know, they, they remember that final. Everyone in their country remembers that final. We know that the Netherlands uh, on the men's side has been to a bunch of World Cup finals and, and they haven't won it. So it's four in, in total between the men and the women. And, yeah, they want, um, you know, I'm sure they want revenge. They want to finish first uh, in the group. And the U.S. team knows that. They know that they're going to get the, the best game from the Dutch um, and they're not going to be able to squander those chances. And, and, and yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, to your point, like 
you know, the first game's out of the way, Vietnam, an opponent that they'd never, the U.S. team had never played before. They knew they were going to win that game. I think everyone knew they were going to win that game, including the Vietnamese. And it was just a matter of how many goals they scored. But this is the one that, that they've had circled on, on the counter since the draw came out. Both teams, really. And, um, you know, it's this is a real game. Like, this, the, the Dutch are, you know, they're going to play defensively, but they're also going to going to play soccer. They're going to come out. They're going to try to attack. So yeah. I think it's going to be a really entertaining game. And I, I think both teams are going to be at their best. And you could tell that the U.S. players, like, this is the one they're looking for, forward to. You know, it's not that often that they get to test themselves against the best teams in the world in meaningful competition. And this is certainly that. So, um, you know, we're going we're gonna to find out a lot about both teams uh, on Wednesday night. What did you think of the uh, the lineup against Vietnam? We, we, Alexis and I spoke about this a little bit, and it it yeah. felt like you know obviously Rose Lavelle coming off the bench, and, and that is obvious. You know she's not maybe full, you know fully ninety minutes fit, but she looked pr uh, pretty sharp when she got when she got there. You know there were I I, I remember seeing tweets um, in the lead up to the first match where people the U.S. soccer was posting pictures of Rose Lavelle training and. The comments were essentially like, hey, can you please post a video of Rose kicking a ball holding today's newspaper, uh, which was such a great because <laughs> <laughs> everybody wanted to make sure she, she's okay. But given that the, the lineup seemed a little un, unorthodox, is the, the, the lineup against Vietnam, how many of those players you, you think will also start against Netherlands? Because to me, it, it felt like a little bit of a, a weaker lineup. Yeah, you know, it, it's funny. I, Squad rotation is definitely important in a tournament. In 2019, so the U.S., they had that 13-0. They, they put out their best lineup in the first game. Second game was against Chile, and the coach at the time, Jill Ellis, I, I think she started like 10 different players, or, or at least nine. Um, Alyssa Nair in goal, and I think there might have been one other player that played that, that started both games. Because of the makeup of this group, you, you know, a little bit different because the, the most important game, again, is the second game. So... You want to put out your best lineup in the first match, but you also have to have an eye on that on that second game. And I think that's what current U.S. coach Vladko Andonovsky did. To answer your question, I think I think we're going to see the exact same lineup with that one exception. Rose Lavelle, who scored in that final in 2019, the back-breaking second goal that essentially sealed the, the World Cup win, the second World Cup, consecutive World Cup win for the U.S. So I think, again, when Rose Lavelle went down with it with a knee injury in April, the idea all along was to to make sure she was ready to come back to start in that in that Netherlands game. She's a unique player in the U.S. Uh, player pool. We know how creative she is, um, and I think having her on the field from the start will go a long way to unlocking the defenses. To, you know, she's she's so creative. She's a playmaker. She can score. She can set up goals. Um, so I fully expect her to start. Spoke to her after the game. She said she told Vlako she's she's capable of of whatever assignment. Uh, he he wants from her. She can start. She can come off the bench. Bench. I said, can you go sixty? Can you go ninety? She said, I can do whatever. So, the plan I think is for Roosevelt to start in that match, and that's the best. That's the best U.S. lineup. So, um, she's a difference maker. We saw that just in her brief cameo. I think she played twenty-seven minutes in the opener. She hit the crossbar. Um, you know, she's she's breaking lines with her dribbling. She's such a fun player to watch. She's doing Cruyff turns. I'm sure she'll do that against the Netherlands. Um, so yeah, really special player. And, and, um, you know, she's, I think she's the key in a, in a lot of ways for the U S in this game, but that, that's the only, that's the only change I'm, I'm really expecting here. 
Yeah, it's like, I mean, I, it, I mean, I don't want to necessarily make this exact comparison, but when, when, when Sergio Busquets was announced that he was going to uh, go to Inter Miami, my first thought was like, oh, man, Busquets, I mean, he's over the hill. What's he going to really do? You know, he's not going to go box to box or whatever. And then when I saw him play uh, in the game against Cruz Azul, I'm like, oh, my God, this is the exact thing Inter Miami needed to unlock some of these uh, defenses. And that's how I feel about Rose Lavelle, where it's just, you know, I went from being, uh, you know, one of the first big interviews that we ever had on our show was when Rose Lavelle came to our studio and, like, 2008, in right in early 2019, before the World Cup ro roster uh, was announced. And I always have this thing where whenever I meet an actual player, I, all of a sudden I have like this emotional investment in their career and their well-being. And Rose Lavelle is like, this is my daughter who is playing in, at the World Cup. I hope she's okay. So she went from, you know, be, I, I was so terrified and worried about her injury, and then she's doing cork turns against the Vietnamese. I'm like, okay, I guess Rose is okay. Why, why were they being so tight-lipped about uh, like her injury? Maybe it seemed like a tactic almost uh, against the other nations. Yeah, totally. I mean, she she came out. She's like, I'm fine. Like, there's nothing, no problems at all. Like, there's, there's nothing wrong with me. They, I think they, I think they did bubble wrap. Honestly, I got, I think that was, but because she is so important. I mean, she she's a one off. She's a great personality, as you know. Her teammates love her. Um, you know, she, she's she's funny. She's you know, she keeps the team loose, and and she's such a great player. Again, she's you know, there's no one else like her. There's no one else that that can do what she can do. Um, so I, I really think she's the key to this, and and yeah, I, I expect her to be be starting uh, going forward from here. Okay, yeah, I mean, without I, I don't see a, a route that that uh, we win the World Cup without Rose Lavelle uh, being there and obviously playing uh, at the top of her level. Um, as far as your time in uh, New Zealand, have you been in New Zealand before? What's it? like because i all, my my perception is you know lord of the rings and just a lot of grass uh but yeah. what's it what's it like yeah. being uh being there and going through what what's the world cup experience like in new zealand yeah I, i've never been here before never been to oceania never been to australia um so new experience for me um it's amazing a auckland's a big city so I'm, I'm right downtown it's about you know a million and a half people um beautiful city um great people great food like i said it's winter here so it's a little cold, a little drizzly, which, which is fine because we know how hot it is back home. So a little bit right. of a welcome re reprieve from that. Um, great soccer weather. So like we've seen, you know, I, I don't know about you, but I love watching games in the rain uh, where tackles are flying in. You know, pe players are, are muddy and, and, you know, you can run all day in that in that kind of weather. So I think from an entertainment point of view, um, it's great. I was at New Zealand's uh, opening match of the World Cup. They played Norway without a Hegerberg back in the fold. Um, almost a sold-out stadium, a 50,000-capacity stadium at Eden Park, which is the home of the All Blacks, of course, the, the magnificent rugby team, you know, standard bearer in that sport, like yeah. very much the women's national team uh, <laughs> of, of rugby. So the locals were super excited. The, the highest crowd, the, the largest crowd that the women's, New Zealand's women's national team, the football ferns, had ever drawn was 12,000 fans. And that came earlier this year in January in a friendly against the U.S. team. So... You know, they, they quadrupled that total, basically, and those fans were into it. And it was the 22nd game all time that New Zealand's national teams, men's or women's, had ever played in a World Cup. They'd never won a game going in. The first 21, they didn't win. Um, so they, they come out, they, they win that game. Uh, they scored the first goal, and, like, the roof, like, went off the, the, the place. Um, it meant so much to the country to, to get that win. 
Um, it was a nail biter. They missed the penalty at the end. So the last few minutes were tight, but a, a one nothing victory for them. And to be there and witness history and see what it means to the people here. I mean, it's very similar to the U.S. in that, you know, in Australia, New Zealand, like soccer is not the number one sport here. There's there's rugby, there, there's cricket, Australian rules football, a couple different types of Australian rules football, from what I understand. Definitely not an expert on that. But um, you can see like history being made before you where. Um, you know, a lot like the World Cup way back in 1994 in the U.S., where this is a seminal moment, excuse me, for the sport here in both of these countries. And I, I haven't been to Australia yet, so I, I can't speak to what's going on there. But I think, you know, sim similar things. So it's fun to see the locals uh, embracing soccer, getting behind their national team. Uh, and and New Zealand's captain, Allie Riley, who's, who's actually born in, in Los Angeles. She's uh, she's a Kiwi, but she's American as well. You know, she's, she said, like, that's great. We won the first game, but we really have to build on that and, and, you know, make sure we win the next one too. So that momentum keeps going. So, uh, really, really fun to see. And, and I'm, I'm fascinated to see where it goes from here. Yeah. I mean that, that photo uh, of Ali Riley, uh, hugging her mom is like, I, I think going to be, I mean, that, that should be on a billboard. That should be, <laughs> that should be a mural. Uh, cause it's, it's such an iconic, uh, 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 photo. So no, uh, amazing to see. Well, uh, Doug, this has been awesome, man. Uh, oh, actually, I have just one last question. Uh, so the one thing I want to uh, any any comparisons between the 2019 World Cup and and the 2023 World Cup, because the one thing I, I've, I've been seeing some um, I, I forgot who there was some journalist or somebody that was talking about that that there's there's the pageantries like or, or not even the, the the commodities there's like more merch there's more things are more available that I've been hearing that that FIFA has has been more I don't know just responsible with making sure that fans have things that are uh, accessible to them uh, as far as fanfare and and you know scars and, and things like that have you sort of seen from a commerce perspective that that it, it feels like maybe a, a men's World Cup yeah, it's a good question. I've, I've noticed a few more merch stands around the stadium. Some of my colleagues have, have pointed that out. Um, if, so I was in Paris for, for you know, the, the Women's World Cup. I was all around France, but the U.S. played uh, twice in Paris, if my memory serves me correctly. They had a game in the group stage against Chile, uh, and then that amazing quarterfinal against the hosts um, at Parc de Prince was, was sold out. Um, and, you know, that was... One of the best atmospheres I've ever seen, you know, at, at any World Cup, men, men's or women's. But, you know, Paris is a big city. There's a lot going on. Um, there, you know, France is an interesting country where it's not like, you know, you if you compare it to England, right? Like, the the game in England is religion, and yeah. it's not it was it's not that way in France, right? They they have a lot of other other cool <laughs> things that they like to do. Yeah, they yeah. like to play it cool as a culture anyway. Yeah, yeah. Um, so cheese, if you're walking is, cheese Paris, is their religion. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So, like, if you're walking around Paris, other than like the you know thousands of of, of Americans walking around in 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 U.S. national team jerseys, like you wouldn't have known necessarily that a World Cup was going on there. And like, I can't speak to how that what would have been in 1998 when you know France hosted the men's World Cup because I, I wasn't there. I was too young for that one. But uh. You know, this feels like a World Cup. Like, it feels like there's a World Cup going on in Auckland now. Like, there's a buzz in the air. Um, you know, you can tell around the city that, and again, in, in a country where soccer is not the number one sport by, you know, it's not. It feels like a World Cup. It feels like there's a big event going on. Like, you can, people are talking about it. Um, people are excited. So I, I think that that's, 
for me so far, the biggest difference, and, I, and I'm, I'm sure that's what I'll find when I, when I go to Australia, um, and I'm sure that's only going to increase as, as the tournament goes on if the home team continues to win, like I said before. So um, that, that's a noticeable difference between this World Cup and the one four years ago. All right, cool. Do they, do they, in New Zealand, do they call it soccer? I think they do, right? I believe they do, but then the women's national team is the football fern. So okay, okay, yeah, I'm I'm not yeah, I'm not exactly sure. I know Australia, so it used to be it used to be like the Australian Soccer Federation, and they actually changed it to football. So okay, you know, call it soccer, call it football. I don't know where you stand on that side of the argument, Christian. I'm I'm I think it's yeah, I think it's a, I'm in the yeah. like call it whatever the hell you want. I'm just here to enjoy the game. Yeah. That's it. I'm, like, I, exactly. I'm I, it's almost like major yeah, I'm too I'm yeah. I'm too old to have the debate anymore. All right, I'm too busy watching reruns of Quantum Leap, Doug. That's what I'm doing. Doug McIntyre. Doug McIntyre, thank you so much uh, for joining me. Uh, obviously, people can find you uh, on Twitter. Uh, an, an amazing journalist. Uh, all your articles are, are on uh, Fox Sports. But uh, am I missing anything? Please let people know uh, where to find your work and, and what, where to catch up on everything that you're doing uh, while you're uh, at the World Cup. Yeah, foxsports.com. I'm at Twitter. I'm by, by Doug McIntyre. Um, spoke to Carly Lloyd yesterday. I, I want to plug that story because... Uh, you know, legendary U.S. player. She got into the weeds about, you know, what the U.S. can do in this next game to make sure that they're, you know, taking their scoring chances. Who better to ask than Carly Lloyd? Uh, 134 uh, international goals, the fourth leading scorer in, in soccer history, international soccer history, men's or women's. So uh, I would encourage people to, to check that out. I'd appreciate it. And, uh, yeah, thanks for having me, Christian. This is awesome. Absolutely honored. Uh, Doug, enjoy the rest of your time uh, at the World Cup. And hopefully, at the end of it, you are covering, uh, you know, Roosevelt holding the World Cup trophy. Uh, so we're all hoping over there. Uh, thank you, Doug. Uh, cheers, man. Thank you, man. Shout out to Doug McIntyre for joining me joining me on the show. Uh, awesome conversation. Great dude. And, uh, you know, we got, we got boots on the ground in New Zealand. That's you know, right, bro. Getting all we the get coverage. exclusives. All right. You know, I even I had to work with, you know, the 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 brutal Internet connection from all the way from yeah. <laughs> New Zealand. It is quite remarkable. The technology is crazy, bro. I cannot believe we can just talk to anybody anywhere. Anywhere. <laughs> and, well, you know, parts of Australia have a time zone that's like half an hour advanced or behind. Oh, wow. Isn't that crazy? Like, see. it'll be like 8 o'clock here. It'll be like 9.30 p.m. over there. I don't care. Isn't that ridiculous? That's wild. I mean, it's just... It's it, stupid just, is what it like, is, bro. It just feels like, yo, is your, your, your battery died on your watch? Like, it just... I know, right? <laughs> it's like, oh, that, that starts in an hour and a half. No, it don't. It starts in 20 <laughs> minutes, Doug. What you talking about? Where are we? Yeah. Anyway, uh, but shout out to Doug. Thank you again, everybody, for joining us uh, out here on DraftKings Network. We appreciate it. Make sure uh, if you uh, are watching, uh, maybe you want to listen to the podcast, Make subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, to get the show on demand. Uh, and again, the Women's World Cup Daily, we are here every single day, okay? It's, it's it. daily. It's in the name. Okay, okay. The branding is absolutely flawless, all right? Yes. So, uh, so make sure you tune in uh, every day for, uh, and go back on some of the older episodes uh, that you may have missed. We have uh, great guests uh, on those as well. Funny takes or hilarious stuff. 
You know how it is. <laughs> and we got the soundboard, all right? <laughs> all right. I will be back tomorrow. I mean, the crowd loves it. We're He's just... going to take this away from me <laughs> so fast. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow with a, a new episode, so make sure uh, you're back with us. All right, everybody. Take care. Peace.